It's the podcast that gives you a little bit of insight into our social distance lives based in rural central Bedfordshire. It also gives Primrose an activity to do as part of her home learning. Uh, I'm Terry, with me is Primrose. Hello, Prim. Hello. Hello. Primrose, did you know that your podcast was recently ranked number 111 in Apple Podcasts chart for parenting podcasts? Oh. Which is slightly odd, because you probably wouldn't describe this as a parenting podcast. It's more a children podcast. <laughs> well, podcast, yeah. I, I, anyone listening to this expecting to get top tips on parenting is going to be sorely disappointed. No wonder there's 110 podcasts that they'd rather listen to. But if you're looking for a podcast full of fun and uh, Primrose's views on what's going on in the world, on a number of topics, then then this is the podcast for you. Shall I tell them what's coming up today, Prim? Yeah. Okay. Well, Primrose has got another riddle for you all to try and solve during the duration of the podcast. We've got a riddle lined up. We went out and about geocaching, and we'll be playing some audio for you. We recorded over the weekend. We've got a phone call with Grandma Sue. Grandma Sue's got two lovely doggies. Yes, she does, Uh, and lots of other... Uh, nice things about her as well. Uh, our second topic is going to be Jenny Bunny, who is one of Primrose's very dear, special, cuddly friends. Uh, we'll be reading out some of your emails and messages. Thank you for sending those in uh, in the last few days. Uh, our third topic, as ever, will be a book review. And Primrose, uh, can you give us a clue as to what the book review is about today? Die Slime. Die, die Slime? Well, you uh, is that an order like die slime? <laughs> like no. some murderous rage. <laughs> no. What was die slime mean? It means just die slime. As in dyed slime. Yeah. Oh, like it's different coloured slime. Brilliant. Uh, we... And edible slime and coffee slime. There's all different types of slime, and I'm going to tell you all the names of them, and you can look them up maybe if it works, and I'll read you who made them. Brilliant. And then you might be able to look them up someday and what you need. We, we are fans of slime in this house, so um, a book about slime sounds about right. Uh, we'll be solving the riddle, we'll have mummy in the garden, and that's about all we'll be squeezing in. So, Primrose, shall we move straight on to the riddle? Okay, today's riddle is, what word contains 26 letters but only has three syllables? So, what word contains 26 letters but only has three syllables? Primrose, do you know what a syllable is? Yes, it's the sound. So, violet and ben. So, it's not like that. Violet and ben. Yeah, so it's got... So, violet would have two syllables. Violet Yeah. and yeah. ben. Yeah. Is that what, how they teach you that at school? Yeah. With claps? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Sounds like one of the music lessons that me and you did that time. Where it was, uh, what was what was the song? Clappy, clappy, clap. It was... Uh, clappy, clappy, clap, clap, clap. It was big baboons in and party, party hats. Big baboons <laughs> in party hats. I love... Aardvarks, see the aardvarks, they are drinking cans of coke. I enjoyed the music lesson when we did that. I hope there'll be more soon. Um, anyway, so that riddle, just remind people what it is. Again. It's... What word 
contains 26 letters, but it only has three syllables. Excellent. We'll be revealing the answer to the riddle a little later on in the podcast. Now, uh, before we move on, over the weekend, the Lee family went geocaching. It was our one piece of exercise that day. Uh, And you'll hear more about what geocaching is very soon. But Primrose and I thought listeners might want to hear how we got on and maybe decide to have a go yourselves. Um, Let's find out how it went. We are in the woods. Um, We've we've been out doing some geocaching. We thought this might be a nice little bit to go in the episode. Um, since we're in the woods and you can hear the birds chirping and it's not like we're in the shed anymore. Um, so I thought it might make a nice difference to record in the wood. And who's with us, Primrose? Well, it's Mummy. Mummy from In the Garden. I'm not in the garden now, though, am I? Mummy in the wood. Mummy, maybe you can uh, just briefly tell us a, a little bit about geocaching. Geocaching is an international treasure hunt where people find clues online to the location of what are called caches and they can be teeny tiny the size of a rollo chocolate and you have to um like sign your name and then you have to type in the log sometimes they can be so big you can fit swaps in them so if you find there's a toy in there get a toy that you don't want put it in there and then swap for the toy you want yeah, so some of them are a bit bigger than a Rolo chocolate. Some of them are the size of an egg cup. And then lots of them are like Tupperware containers, aren't they? And that's what you're talking about when you say yeah. there are swappables in there. And, and you're saying they're hidden all around the country and all around the world? All around the world. So anywhere you go, you can look up your location and on a map, it will show you where your nearest geocaches are and you use the GPS in your phone to navigate to them. This is a multi-cache, so we've got to use our brains and find some clues in order to be able to get the final coordinates for the cache location. And could you read out a little bit about the cache that we are looking for? Yes, this one was placed in 2015 by Ed to Ed, and it's called the Time Crystal Hunt series. And apparently the Guardians of Time have a problem. There's a micro-fracture in the canvas of eternity and time is slipping away and we need to enter the time crystal portal to make some repairs. But there's a problem because no one has accessed the time crystal portal for centuries and its location has been forgotten. So that's what we've got to work out today. Shall we have a look for it? Okay, and we're off to find the geocache. Right, Primrose, how far have we how far have we got to go? Forty to go. Forty meters away. We're getting closer. It looks like it's off to this side. Oh, I think I might have spotted something. Quick, Primrose, look up there. Oh, cool. Oh, what can you see? I can see the geocache. What is it? It's it's a. Who are, who are muggles? People that don't do geocaching, you have it's to a hide. dog bag. What's that, Prim? I think, that I think it's a dog bag holder. What do you think it is, Mummy? I think it's a specialist branded geocaching <laughs> container. It's about the size of a film canister and it's got a horrible squeak that's making my ears bleed. And it's hanging from a bit of the tree. And it's camouflaged. And what's inside? 
It's the next clue. Time crystal two, don't come alone. It's time to split the team up. One half goes to these coordinates and the other half goes to these coordinates. Keep in touch. Okay, we're going off on our own. <laughs> we're going in different directions with only walkie-talkies for connection. Generally, Primrose and I are um, good at not finding what we're looking for. Bye, Bye. Mummy! Good luck! Mind the bum! And we're going uphill. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. Not back up here again. Not the dreaded drop. Ooh. This is tiring. Yes, I am receiving you. Over. Over. It seems like ours is a bit trickier. Over. Well, yeah, just you be concentrating on where you're walking. I'm not very good at that. Just look where your feet go. Because we're trying to find a path that I can't find. Primrose, how do you feel about the fact that we had to wait till Mummy had already found her clue and then overtaken us to get anywhere close to the one that we're looking for, which was supposed to be the easier one? <laughs> Don't. Oh, what's that? I got it! Oh, it's tricky though. Just say you want me to pop the lid off. Yeah, I couldn't snap it. We're not being very subtle, Primrose, so can you go on to mid-muggle watch? So just explain what, what we found in the cache. We found a book. Like a teeny tiny book, like it the size of two stamps. When we'll have to... K three north five one point west zero seven minutes one three left the gate... One need place side. It won't make any sense until we've done something with it. May I take photos so that we can take it home and have a think about it? So, Primrose, this, this cache has proved to be a, a challenging one mentally as well as physically. Mm -hmm. um, I guess our time is up in terms of the sort of amount of exercise that we're supposed to have in any one given day. But perhaps Mummy will be returning to try and find the, the final cache. I think so, because that is all gobbledygook to me. It makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs>
I'm pleased to say we did manage to complete the cache. We solved it the, the next day uh, when we worked out how it to solve it. It was a ginormous thing. crystal. We posted a picture of it. Yeah, we found the crystal, and, and it, was a, it was a good time finding that cache. That was a rewarding time. one. Time. You have to add the word time. What? This is a time crystal. Get oh, it? time crystal. Sorry, yes, you're right. <laughs> if you want to find out more about geocaching, go to geocaching.com. That's G-E-O-C-A-C-H-I-N-G.com. And you can join the millions of other people that are putting things in millions of caches all around the world. Primrose, just quickly on geocaching, you, you enjoy it. You've done lots of geocaching before, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah? I have. There are quite a few in the Clop Hill area. We're very mm-hmm. lucky. So if you're not on board with geocaching, download the app on your phone and you can uh, have a go yourself. This is the part of the podcast where we talk to people using the telephone. Yes, and who are we talking to today? Grandma Sue. Grandma Sue was married to my daddy, and they got married not long before he died. And she's lovely, and she lives in Surrey. Hopefully, she's going to answer the phone when we try ringing it. Let's see what happens. I'm going to hit the button now. What will happen? See it if it comes with. See if she answers. You can say hello if she does. Oh, come on. Hello, hello, hello. 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 Hello, hello. How are you both? We're good, good. thank you. Uh, Grandma Sue, thank you so much for, for taking this call. Um, we hope you don't mind. That's all right. Um, we hope you don't mind answering a couple of Primrose's questions. What no, have... I'd be delighted to answer some questions. Fire away, Prim. Great. Okay, what have you done today? What have I done today? Yeah. So um, I've done some really boring things like ironing, yawn, <laughs> hanging out, hanging out, washing, yawn. But then I've been doing some exciting things. I've been planting some seeds in my garden. Ooh. Mm. That fits in with mummy. Mm. Yeah, brilliant. I have. So what, Do you want seeds? to know what's, yeah, what seeds? So I've put in some runner bean seeds. And let me think, some cucumbers. And I bet you're growing these on your allotment, Prim. Courgettes. Yeah, we are. And what else have I put in? Oh, Molly loves aubergine. I don't like aubergine, but Molly does. So I've put some aubergine seeds in as well. Ah, this is Molly Molly who lives with you in in your house in Surrey. Yes, yes. So Uncle Sam um, moved back in before we all went into lockdown. And Molly and the girls came with him. So I've got a lovely house full of people, which is really, really nice. Great. That's nice for a change. It is, yeah. It's just nice to have company, isn't it? I feel yeah. very, very sad for all those poor people on their own. Oh, yeah, no, that would be... That um, would be rubbish, wouldn't it, really? Yeah. Could you tell us about your pets? My pet. Oh, can you remember their names, Prim? I bet you can. Pippi and Max. That's right. And who's the big... What's the name of the big black one? Max. Max it is, isn't it? Yes, yeah. So Max is here. Guess how old Max is going to be this year? Uh, 
199. <laughs> no, well, that would be really old, wouldn't it? For but no, he's 11 this year. Oh, my goodness, my goodness, and Pip will be five this year. Just so, to, to, fill, to fill in our listeners, they're both dogs that we are talking about. Uh, oh, absolutely, they're both dogs. Yes. So Pip is so she's the five-year-old, and she's absolutely bonkers. Yeah, and she's a working cocker. Mm-hmm. Uh, a working cocker spaniel and max who's the 11 year old he's a he's a crossbreed so he's a mixture of two dogs so he's a a collie crossed with a new zealand sheepdog called a hunterway but but he's getting on a bit now is he slow he's getting down? on a bit he is so when we go for a walk obviously pip wants to be out front and pulling and and max is sort of trundling along behind so he's yeah he's getting a, he's getting a little bit old and yeah poor old sausage a bit like Grandma Sue really <laughs> <laughs> no not really not really <laughs> what's your job my job that's a very good question so I work with adults who have learning disabilities so and one of the things that I do is I support them with their communication and one of the uh, methods that they use is a sign language program called Makaton. Have you heard of that Prim? Yes, I have. Yes. Oh, she's doing some now. Not that you can see this. (laughs) Oh, right. Well, it doesn't really work on the the telephone call, does it? But I can imagine you doing it. But she's she's doing. She said she's doing a leaf. I think it's oh a leaf. Like something oh, to tree. Do. She's put, if I commentate on this, she's uh, using uh, what looks like an index finger and going up her arm and then pointing up to her extended hand in some way. That will, that will, that's right. That would be a leaf. So a tree, okay, if I could explain this. So if you put your uh, palm of your hand underneath your elbow, your, your left hand underneath your right elbow, and then spread out your fingertips on your right hand and give it a wave. And that's Makaton for tree. Ooh, I don't know goodness. if I explained that very well. <laughs> well, we're having some sort of a attempt at it in, in the shed. <laughs> I'd love to be a fly on the on the shed wall. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Oh, so, and, and are you continuing to work at the moment, or, or what does work look like at the moment? Work looks very different at the moment. So I'm actually at home, so I'm not going into work at the moment. But um, there are there are key workers there supporting some of our ladies and gentlemen. But um, for the moment, grandma's just staying at home. So, yeah, yeah with very my wise. house full of people, very wise. Yeah, we're all keeping safe and going out for our daily exercise. And, yeah, I love the picture mummy put yesterday, Prim, of you walking through the bluebells. That looked lovely. Yeah, we're trying to make the most of all the uh, the bluebell scenery at the moment. It's really nice. Definitely. So thank you so much for, for, for your time. And uh, we That's have, all right. We, have you got anything exciting coming up the rest of today? The rest of today, I'm going to go and try and rescue my bug box. I've got a bug box in the garden uh, and it's got all sorts of little bits of cones and twigs and leaves and so, you know, Grandma loves to be in her garden and I want to encourage lots of wildlife so I'm going to go and try and um, I tried to do something to it the other day but it didn't really work. (laughs) So I'm going to go and give it, I'm going to go and give it a a good talking to it now and see if I can make it a little bit better. I'll send you a picture when I've done it. How about that? Yeah, brilliant. All right, well, good luck and, and thanks for speaking right, to us. Then. Right, bye, bye, bye for now. Okay. Oh. Before you go, yeah. before you go, 
I love Primrose and Terry in the shed. It's brilliant. Oh, thank you very much. Well, we we love that All you right, listen. Then. <laughs> okay, bye love you, now, love you both lots. Yeah, bye, bye. Bye, bye. bye 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 bye. Primrose, we have a topic now. A special sort of topic because it's about someone who's very special, maybe even the most special thing in your life. And I'm surprised it's taken us this long to uh, to talk about this character. Who am I talking about, Primrose? Jenny Bunny. And who is Jenny Bunny? She's a tatty old grey stained and my dad says she's stinky bunny. <laughs> well, she is kind of stinky. She's not stinky. What else do you mean by stinky? How big is Jenny Bunny, Primrose? Very small. Well, she's uh, yeah, she's quite small. She's about the size she's of not as small my as hand. Fluffy. Who's Fluffy? Oh, she's the Easter Bunny. She's... Oh, another bunny, cuddly. We've got quite a few cuddlies in our house, but none as special as Jenny Bunny. Jenny Bunny was a present for Primrose when Primrose was around a year old, and Primrose has been very attached to her ever since. She's a jelly cat, grey bunny, like I say, about the size of my hand. Um, she used to be really fluffy, but now she's falling apart and wants her ear fell off. Once her ear fell off and mummy had to fix it. so uh, In the middle of the night. Yes, Jenny Bunny. Whilst I was in the hammock. Jenny Bunny's had lots of dramas and, and she's been on many adventures with us. And I threw her into the toilet. You've thrown her into the toilet by accident. You're, you're also <laughs> in an angry rage. <laughs> you threw her almost into the sea. Because <laughs> I wanted ice cream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when we were in Sheringham once. <laughs> that was an exciting episode as we were walking along up the top and I had to like sprint down to the beach before Jenny got engulfed by the water or something. Jenny Bunny is a very special cuddly, but you've, you've, she's also joined by another bunny at the moment. Um, she's in your hand right now, so you're a bit distracted. Uh, and who's the other bunny? Rose Bunny. And Rose Bunny is exactly the same size as Jenny. Except but... she's just fluffy. She doesn't smell that good. She's bright pink, even though I don't like the colour bright pink. Yeah, she's pink. But when it's dark, I guess she kind of feels quite similar to Jenny Bunny. Yeah, she... So you quite like Rose Bunny as well. Yeah, and what do you what do you tend to do, Primrose, when you've got Jenny Bunny close? Smell her. Smell her, whilst maybe giving your thumb a little suck as well. You get really you feel really cozy, don't you, when you've yeah. got Jenny? Oh yeah. And Dad Daddy never had a special cuddly like this, so I'm quite jealous. In fact, do you have any friends who've got special cuddlies that are as special as Jenny, do you think? Martha? Oh yes, she's so, got two Berties. I've got two bunnies. So, what? Who are the Berties? Are they what animal are they? I think they're kind of pandas or cows. The, I think they're supposed to be badgers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, pandas, cows—they kind of black and white magpie <laughs> newspaper. <laughs> yes, you're right. Martha's got her Bertie badgers, but you've got Jenny Bunny. Jenny Bunny, who's a smelly bunny. Primrose, what's the song I sing, especially around Christmas time? Oh, 
when I when I'm trying to tease you about Jenny Bunny. Oh no, she says, "I want to a Jenny Bunny. I want to a Jenny Bunny. I want to a Jenny Bunny." So give her here now a Jenny Bunny in my tummy. I'm eating her right now. <laughs> Never gets old. <laughs> Same old jokes. Good dad humour. And I put her down my shirt. And I just put my hand in. You put yeah, you either do that or what do you tell me to do sometimes? Poo. Poo her out. Oh the hilarity. We love those um predictable humorous exchanges around bedtime, don't we? And Jenny Bunny's very important for bedtime. Do you think you'd get to sleep if you didn't know where Jenny Bunny was? Mm, no. No, so it's really important. She's a car. Well, as well, she's she. Yeah, I we, take her in the car, basically the everywhere. Car. Yeah, and what, I take her to the shops. Yeah, and sometimes we, it's hard to get your attention when you've got Jenny Bunny because you sort of stare into the distance. <laughs> <laughs> you like completely zone out. Like, um, can you can you make, let listeners hear what it sounds like when you've got Jenny Bunny in your mouth? You go close to the microphone. Yeah, you know, try it now. See what happens. Can you hear the sucking? That's that's the noise that we hear when we know Jenny Bunny's there. All right, stop. Enough. Put Jenny away. Could people get in touch about your special cuddlies as well? I'm, I'm sure people could get in touch and tell us about their special cuddlies. And uh, and how should they do that, Primrose? Um, They should go to primroseandterryshed at gmail.com. Primroseterryshed at gmail.com. So you were close. So if people want to email us about their special cuddlies, I'm going to uh, take those bunnies away and we'll get on to your emails and messages. Now it's time we read out your emails and your messages. Yes, and thank you to everyone who's got in touch with a message or an email in the last few days. We try and read them all out, if I remember where I've put them. Uh, and we did hear from Primrose getting in touch recently. Ray, over the road. Do you remember when we said Lindsay and Ray are listeners of the podcast? Yes. Well, Ray was so happy to have his name mentioned in the last episode that he recorded us a message. Shall we play it? Yeah. Okay, here we go. I really like your podcast because what you're saying sounds really nice and i just learn a lot love from ray there you go he's learned a lot we've mentioned ray again so he's probably will be getting another message from him oh, i don't know but and the, the best bit about it is that ray lives over the road so we get to see him every now and then and wave and go hello or shout at him from a we, distance we talked at him over the fence yeah he walked past our fence so we had a very brief conversation didn't we which is lovely. So hello to Lindsay and Ray, and uh, thank you, Ray, very much for your message. We also heard from Primrose's class teacher, Miss Fletcher, who Primrose emailed, and Miss Fletcher came back and said that she's really loving the podcast. So that was nice. How would you describe Miss <laughs> Fletcher, Primrose? Uh, she's a lady with um, long brown hair, mm -hmm. and sometimes she has a really furry coat. <laughs> Okay, not like an animal's coat. No. No. 
because that would be literally weird. Okay. Um, so thank you, Miss Fletcher. It's lovely to know you're listening. And uh, hello to Luke, one of my students, who Primrose was talking about your podcast on Twitter the other day, and he gave it a hashtag, hashtag Primrose Terry Shed. So can you look it up? Well, I imagine that there aren't that many things using the hashtag yeah. at the moment because we've literally never promoted that. But hashtag Primrose Terry Shed. Should we try and remember to say that in the future? Yes. So thank you, Luke, and, and thanks for listening as well. Uh, hello as well to Nicola, who's a person who works at Daddy's Work, who says simply, this is a fabulous podcast. So that's brilliant. Thank you so much. Uh, Nicola, for getting in touch and uh, recommending our podcast. Uh, how can people contact us if they want to send in their own messages, Prim? Primroseterryshed at gmail.com Primroseterryshed at gmail.com It's also facebook.com forward slash Shed. Okay, it's time for the bit of the podcast where we talk about the books I read. Yes, Primrose is a keen reader, so a book review uh, seems an appropriate thing to do in her podcast. Uh, Primrose, you've got a book in your hands right now, and it's by uh, Karina Garcia, and we called it earlier Die Slime, like, Die Slime! But (laughs) It's DIY. It's DIY Slime, so I can quite understand. Because DIY would be like die, <laughs> die slime, um, die slime. But yeah, DIY, do it yourself slime. Uh, so tell us about the book first, Brim. So it's how to make different slimes. So I'm going to tell you some of the different slimes there are. There's basic slime, that's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's flubber slope slime, that's soap. Flubber soap slime. That's um soap. So, what, so you can use it as soap in the bath? Yeah. Oh, wow. And it's like um, crystal clear slime. So that is literally crystal clear. And holding the water, aqua slime, upside down, see how much gravity it does. So hold it upside down. Right. And see how much gravity it uses. What's this one? It's balloon slime. So you can make a balloon out of it. Gosh. This is this sounds technical, and and so what are the sorts of ingredients you need according to the book to make these slimes? Okay, so it basically means two hundred and forty mil water and forty mil extra, one hundred and thirty mils clear PVA glue, uh-huh. half a teaspoon of baking soda, four to five teaspoons connected lysin solution a small to medium sized mixing bowl mixing unit mixing utensils spoon silicone spatula and craft stick so i think it sounds like the main ingredients are water pva glue and baking powder is that fair yeah so pretty much all slime that we're coming across seems to have pva glue in do you have pva glue in the yeah. house yeah of course you do. Craft Central in this place. Uh, and have you successfully made any slime before, Primrose? Oh, yeah, we made loads of slime. When? When did you make slime? Um, In Norfolk. Oh, on a holiday. Yes, we took a slime-making kit with us. And, uh, and we made slime and putty as well. What is it about slime, Primrose, that you like? Um, that it's, um, like, nice. 
to just play with, so. And and do you like how it feels? Yeah. And do you I li- like how you mould it sometimes. I um like this book. So DIY Slime by Karina Garcia. You like it because it tells you all about slime. Is there any other is is it any other reason why this is a book that's better than others? Um because I love slime. And it's got lots of pictures of slime, right? Yeah. So are you trying to hint that you'd quite like us to use the book to make some slime at some point soon? Yeah. Okay. That's and, basically what I'm saying. And, and if and when we do, maybe we should show some pictures of our uh, results on the Facebook page. Does that sound like a good plan? Okay, yeah. Great. So uh, thank you, Primrose. Oh, what do you give the book out of ten as a review score? It's in the Harry Potter section. <laughs> what? So you're saying... Because Harry Potter was... 11 out of 10, right? Yeah. And you say this book is as good as Harry Potter? Oh, just 10. Just 10. Okay, so it's in the realms of there is almost no book as good as this book, DIY Slime. So if someone said... Almost. Someone said... There are two more books. Oh, what what are the other books? Harry Potter and Goth Girl. Oh, yeah, we like Goth Girl. So, and we've reviewed that already. So, DIY Slime gets a very good review. Uh, thank you very much, Primrose, for another marvellous book review. That's okay. So, this is for the part where we talk about... Um, the riddle and what the answer is. Okay, I'm going to read it to you one more time. What word contains 26 letters but only has three syllables? I like how you say three, Primrose. You say three. Yeah. Three syllables. You can say three better than me. Three syllables. I was born... Three better than me. I was born up in South London, so we, we can't do our THs, right? What is the answer? That's a tough riddle. What word contains 26 letters but only has three syllables? The alphabet. 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 And it's got 26 letters in it, Primrose. I bet loads of people didn't get that one right. Uh, I bet loads of people did get that one right. If you got that one right, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, Do get in touch. Uh, any which way you can, uh, via the email address primroseterryshed at gmail.com or facebook.com forward slash primroseterryshed. Thank you, Primrose. Lovely riddle. This is time for Mummy in the Garden. Yay! Yes, you've got Mummy and you're in the garden. Whereabouts in the garden are you, Primrose? On the hammock, again. Well, it's a great place to be and it's just outside the shed. Mm-hmm. And it's comfortable. <laughs> and we've had really nice weather, so there's been lots of hammocking, hasn't there? <laughs> and so you've got Mummy with you, have you? Yes, I have. Hello! That's Mummy from the garden. Live. <laughs> Not live, only joking. Just... <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to talk to Mummy about today, Primrose? <gasps> well, I thought we might like to talk about mini bunches and charcoal painting. We'll post a picture of some of our charcoal um, paintings on our Facebook page, primrosedairy, shared at gmail.com. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry, that's, that's, that's not the, the Facebook address, page. But that's yes. the email address. Sorry, facebook.com slash shed. That's a good idea. Yes, so that's what we did this morning, isn't it? 
Yes. Over Easter, we had a fire in our fire bowl. We made some charcoal, which I think we may have spoken about before. And today we decided to use the charcoal to do some art. So we did a little bit of research about charcoal artists and then we had a go at stuff. Yeah, we did. What did you do with your charcoal? Uh, I did a stay safe sign. You did a stay safe sign, yeah. And then what did we collect? Because of the soil. And then what did we collect from the garden? Mini ranches. We collected some leaves, didn't we? And then we did some beautiful leaves and flowers and we did some lovely charcoal rubbings to get some art from the leaves. Oh, and then we did mini, um, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, then we did mini bunches. So I got a message today from um, one of my friends, Alex. Um, She's a forest school leader from down near where Daddy used to live in London. And she suggested that we made some mini bunches today. And so that's what we did. We went around our garden and just the area immediately outside our garden. And we looked for tiny little bunches of wildflowers where there were enough of them to spare. We wanted to make sure we didn't take the last of anything and we left plenty for the mini beasts. And we made a little bunch of flowers each and we took photos of them and sent the photos to the people that we wished we could give a hug right now. So, Primrose, who did you choose? I chose um, to send a picture to, um, was it Susie? Yeah, you chose Susie, and I chose Nanny Jew. And then we decided to put them on people's doorsteps really near to us, didn't we? So I chose Georgina. And I chose Lindsay across the road. And it would be really nice if we could encourage other people to make some mini bunches because they might brighten up someone's day. So you could do that on social media. You could share your photos and you could use the hashtag mini bunch and hashtag play out more so that my friend Alex gets to see them. That sounds brilliant. How do you tie up the mini bunches? With um, some string and paper if you want it to look posh and then you can put a little card inside saying a special little message and who it's from. Yeah that's what we did we recycled some um, tissue paper that was wrapping around one of our Easter gifts we made them really pretty Fantastic, well thank you very much for sharing what you did today and uh, I'm I'm thinking people will take some inspiration from that Uh, Mummy and Primrose thank you for another great Mummy in the Garden That's about all we've got time for for this episode of Primrose and Terry in the Shed. A big thank you to you all for your continued listenership and support. Please do keep contacting us and you can bring up any topic you like from any episode. We'll always happily revisit it uh, on our Facebook page and the email address primroseterryshed at gmail.com. Primrose and Terry in the Shed was presented by Primrose Lee and Terry Lee uh, produced by Primrose Lee edited by Terry Lee with the imaging and music all by Primrose Lee thank you Primrose for that uh, and our artwork was produced by Stu Elvin that's Stu with a double O yes uh, thank you for joining us Primrose and Terry in the shed bye 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 bye